Today with Ken Crowther on World Radio Gardening. What's new with Thompson and Morgan Seeds? Hello, welcome to this podcast from World Radio Gardening, brought to you by Thompson and Morgan. Well, we'll be looking at vegetables. We'll take a trip to Jimmy's farm and see the Thompson and Morgan show garden and have a brief look at new plants and new ideas for 2017. Let's kick off with vegetables. Colin Randall has been talking to Ken Crowther about that very topic. You've got a cabbage here. It doesn't look like a cabbage. It's looked like pak choy crossed between a cabbage. Is it? Well, it does look a, a bit like that. I was, it is actually see, uh, listed under Chinese cabbages, which is rather a, an awkward term. puts people off sometimes, I think. Uh, Chinese leaves was a more uh, useful term. But this one is actually... Um, it, it's one of those uh, multi-purpose ones. I mean, the actual stems themselves are quite broad. And I think as uh, you can sow it, even now, into through August, I mean, it's really sort of um, April to August is better be the, the final sowing, um, to eat in seven weeks from sowing. That's pretty fast, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's very and good. Can you just eat it as a green leaf? Would you cook it or can you either or? Well, it's, uh, it's very succulent and mild. There's no harsh uh, mustard oil uh, content to it. There's no bitterness to it. So it can be used in, in stir-fries and in cooking, but ideal just... Uh, usually live yeah in in salads but the actual uh, midribs yeah um are very succulent they're not not cho- um, stringy or chewy or anything there it's a lovely little product and it's difficult to I don't want to call it a chinese cabbage and can't call it a pak choy but the actual variety is called natsuki that's um, easy to remember yeah <laughs> Now, looking across, we've got a cabbage here that looks a bit like, well, I, I would have thought like a bit like a hispy, or is it? Is it? Well, this is a, in a, uh, still the breeding work going on in, in all year round greens. Um, Winter Jewel uh, uh, over recent years has been um, a very good variety for us, but that is more for the very, very late autumn and to overwinter and to uh, um, harvest in the spring. And that was the outstanding one in the last Wisley RHS uh, AGM trials, Winter Jewel. Uh, the breeders come out with Summer Jewel now, uh, launch, um, which is really um, linking up with Winter Jewel. You could have fresh greens all the year round, every day of the week. Is, is green still as popular? Yeah, because the breeding work is making them more um, tender. Uh, sweeter if you want it's not quite the word to use I suppose but uh, not high mustard oil content so a lot of summer uh, use for these type of greens now is just shredded instead of lettuce in a salad because the eating habits of the British have changed quite dramatically, haven't they? The way we eat things, as you quite rightly say on the greens, it was always traditional, wind, very winter food, wasn't mm. it? And really, it's, it's, everything seems to be spreading across and actually ending up being used at all, all through the season. Yeah, so I mean, certainly the work uh, goes on. It's to make, you, it doesn't really heart, it's a semi-heart if you leave it as a full plant. Um, but it's a sort of a 250 gram, um, eight ounce sort of head. That's what you're aiming for. It's a very short but not much stem, no stalkiness. And I think gardeners will love it. But if they link it up with their winter jewel, uh, you for the, the latest, all the year round greens. Now you've got in the front here, and I must mention because these were always one of my favourite uh, runner beans, one of my favourite uh, 
beans. I still prefer runners, I think, to French, but uh, you might dip, differ well, in your opinion. Well, I, I would certainly agree with that up to sort of, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, I suppose, Ken. But certainly in recent years, I've not, with the, all the new French, dwarf French and climbing French beans I've tasted from the breeders, none of them have got that no taste sort of thing. I think, oh, wait for the runner beans to come along. This, these are very, very tasty now. And um, the new one we got in the climbing beans is Mamba, which is from the same breeder as Cobra, which is a gardener's favourite. It's been an RHS award for long, many years now, which is mauve flowered. And, but Mamba can out-yield Cobra, almost double its yield if, if picked regularly. Uh, it's a white flowered and massive um, uh, yields off, off of it. Several of uh, the stems can have three pods, even so four pods. Lot, the actual bean itself is about a centimetre shorter than Cobra, but uh, stringless, delicious flavour. Um, and it's not too rampant. It's, it's sort of two metres height and almost stops, and it doesn't go like Cobra does go What's higher. What's the name of that one again? So that's Mamba. One to look out for. Definitely. So basically... Few new veg, some good favourites around with T and M, aren't there? And uh, keep your eye out for anything new. Is that what it's all about? Yeah, with certainly um, an idea that gardeners might want to. Tr well, I hope they'll try because we've launched Broad Bean Oscar, which is the smallest podded um, seed in a pod. You can eat the pods um, as a mange to when they're very very small, but when you let them set. They do an average of four beans to a pod, but they're very small. Oh, very small, aren't they? And they're delicious, absolutely fantastic. Upright plants, sort of stereo a lot of uh, uh, older gardeners remember, which was probably one of the first of these types. Crikey, long time ago now, launched that one, well over 30 years ago. Still but sown at the traditional time? Yeah, yeah, it's not really an overwinter Bean. It's, always, it's excellent in a patio pot if anyone's short of garden space. It doesn't grow any higher than two foot. The pods are upright, so they, they can have them a little closer spacer, spacing. But if, if we wanted to mix it with some jumbo peas, sowing separately, of course, jumbo or onward, a lot of gardeners know the variety onward pea, you could also have, then, when you harvest them, uh, some for mixed uh, peas and beans um, cooking or, or freezing any surpluses but I don't think you'd have many surpluses you'd keep eating them but when you look at these these are about um, 700 grams um, a thousand seeds would weigh um, beans when they're dried but of course when they're fresh they can be a bit smaller and onward peas is about half that size as a matter of fact. Well, that's your five a day taken care of and more. Colin Randall, the vegetable man at Thompson & Morgan. Well, Thompson & Morgan have a show garden at Jimmy's Farm just outside Ipswich. You might have been to see it, you might not. Here's Michael Perry talking about it and discussing the show garden with Ken Crowther. I'm with Michael at Jimmy's Farm, and wow, you've got a big display of plants here, haven't you, Michael? It's the most colourful thing at Jimmy's Farm, I'd say. We've got our Thompson Morgan show garden here, which is absolutely blooming with so much colour. We've got beds, we've got some borders, we've got almost 300 different pots. We've got a flower pouch wall as well. There's begonias, petunias, geraniums, every flower you could imagine. It really is a showpiece for Thompson and Morgan. It really is. <laughs> um, and it's it's... 
you say it's a showpiece, but it is for people to understand what you grow and what they can actually buy, isn't it? Mm. It really is, because we're a mail-order company, so we haven't always got an opportunity to show you plants in real life. But here, we've got a show garden where you can come and see what that beautiful picture looks like in your garden. So you can see things in pots, pouches, hanging baskets. You really can get a feel of how those plants will perform, how big they are, how you can mix them with other plants as well, brilliant combinations, etc. So where's Jimmy's farm? Jimmy's farm is in Suffolk. It is just to the south of Ipswich, really easily accessible off the A12, the A14. Our garden can be found just to the right-hand side of the vegetable garden, but from the very moment you come onto the Jimmy site, you'll see signs to the show garden. So we're, we're kind of heavily advertised, and if you don't notice the colour, we'll definitely direct you to it. Ken Crowther speaking to Michael Perry at the Thompson & Morgan Display Garden at Jimmy's Farm, just outside Ipswich. There's still plenty of summer left, and still plenty of chances to go and see that wonderful display. You're listening to World Radio Gardening, this edition brought to you by Thompson & Morgan. Today with Ken Crowther on World Radio Gardening. What's new with Thompson and Morgan Seeds? And what's new for 2017? More from Michael Perry now, looking at next year's plants. Michael, we're looking at some of the plants that are new for Thompson and Morgan that mm. will be available what, next year? Yep, next year. So we're looking at brand new varieties here for 2017 season. Um, just from what I can see here in the show garden at Jimmy's, um, we've got the white English marigold, so the new calendula called Snow Princess, which is absolutely pure white flowers, brilliant edible flower, also an easy to grow annual. What else have we got? We've got the Petunia Night Sky, which is not new, but still a real favourite with customers. It's got that real... It's, it's a Marmite plant. You either love it or you hate it. So incredible plant there. I'm not going to say a word. Yeah, exactly. It's almost <laughs> like a constellation in every bloom. That's what we put in the sales data. But it really is an incredible plant and it excellent for a basket, as you can see here. And we've had a real downpour of rain today and it's still standing up it really well. Good, yeah. So we've also got the Royal Collection of Fuchsias. We've got upright, up-facing blooms on those. So you can see the full beauty of those. We've got Princess Charlotte. Prince George and Queen Elizabeth. So lovely bushy fuchsias, which are excellent for patio pots. Also, sunflower Inca gold, which is quite interesting, which is a trailing sunflower, which was actually new last year. Lovely bright flowers and is quite drought resistant as well. It's one of the easiest to grow hanging baskets you've probably ever experienced. Fragrant begonia is still very popular for us. So they've got fragrance, whatever the weather, because the fragrance is hold, held in the petal rather than the oils of the petal. Then, moving down, we've got some rosebud petunias, mini rosebud petunias, which are new for 2017. They're offering you small petunias with a lovely rosebud in the middle, so they're really taking on the kind of success that we had with rosebud geraniums in the last few years. Begonias, still a big wow factor. We've got starshine, which has got lovely contemporary blooms. We've also got new flamenco, which has got black foliage, but then double daisy-like flowers. It's the begonia that looks like a daisy. It's absolutely crazy, but a must-have plant for your gardens next year. What else have we got? A few more petunias down here. Star-flowered petunias. Biden's has developed a lot and we've got That's some a bit different yeah we've got some which are bright orange with a honey fragrance as well there really is so much to choose from but it's not just flowers but vegetables as well look at this old asparagus pea haven't seen that for a few years but we're growing it this year to kind of reinvent a few of old forgotten vegetables veg truck you'll see is an excellent invention as well which means that anybody whatever space they've got can grow a few vegetables on their balcony or their patio and you'll see it's quite a quite a bright color as well it it's bright red, red but it's, it's red. one of our best sellers actually so they're very popular product so there's just so much new 
so much to sell. There is, there's so always much so at. much to choose from. New concepts as well. There's loads of cottage garden perennials you can grow in containers. There's more pastel colour bedding, so bedding doesn't have to be all that fluorescent, you know, bright begonias and um, Nicotiana. You know, we've got some different choices. Also, fragrance in the garden. We've got a lot of brilliant plants for that as well. Edible flowers. <laughs> I could go on forever. So much to see. Michael Perry there giving you an insight into some of the plants that you'll see in the catalogue for 2017 from Thompson & Morgan. And that brings to an end this podcast from World Radio Gardening. Thank you for listening and visit our website regularly for the next edition of World Radio Gardening. Today with Ken Crowther on World Radio Gardening. What's new with Thompson & Morgan Seeds?